Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bladed Apples, a horror podcast dropping your trick-or-treat bag every week. And two hosts that know a thing or two about after-school specials. Uh, I'm Rocky. I'm Blaze. And that's right. Today, we're going to school uh, and not recording a podcast because we had to go to school. So We'll see you later. We'll see you later. <laughs> no, but we're going to school with the movie Seance. And also, another entry of Blaze's Cabinet Video Game Curiosity. We're going to be talking about a video game that takes place in a school, correct? Correct. All right. So, an art school. So, oh, there's a fart school for a second. I'm like, no, I did that before we started recording. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But before that, how are you this week? I'm all right. Uh, got that new Dark Pictures trilogy game, House of Ashes. Been, You're going to be talking about it a little bit later on? Sure am. Yeah. So uh, other than that... Uh, that's about it oh of course <laughs> you're just saving it um yeah nothing has really been going on on my end either we, we recorded the last episode a little little late i guess it was a monday so it's been less than a week uh since we last recorded and i've been so busy with work i only have one day off this week so uh didn't have a lot of time to do a lot of things i kind of want to sneak out to the theaters the antlers but i still haven't had a chance to yeah um so I've heard mixed things. Oh, I've heard very mixed things. I heard yeah. mixed things back before when we played like a film festival last year before yeah. COVID really broke out. People weren't giving good reviews then. But I think that director's okay. Um, I can't remember his name, but he's the one that directed uh, Black Mass and um, the Whitey Bulger. Black yeah, Mass. and oh. Out of the Furnace and Crazy Heart. Crazy Heart's good. I like all his movies, but his movies have a very like dour tone. All of them do. But I'm interested in this one because, um, first of all, it's one of the things you find scariest. Ghost children? Wendigo. Oh, yeah. No, Wendigos, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, that trilogy, because isn't that the first, the first game uh, Until Dawn, isn't it? Until Dawn is about Wendigos. Wendigo? That's correct. Yeah. Spoiler, I guess. Whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's been out long enough. <laughs> yeah, it's been out long enough to where if you were going to play it, you would have. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I want to check it out still. Um I still recommend Last Night in Soho, though. So, uh, Soho. <laughs> uh, but what did come out this week is that apparently it was Stranger Things Day on maybe Thursday? Stranger Things Day? Yeah, it was a celebration of the... This is like the fourth year since the first episode came out. Since the first season got released on Netflix. So, they celebrate every year by oh, Stranger Things Day. Oh, has it been four Day. years? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe it may be five now. I think it's four. It came out like 2017, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it's been long enough. They're all grown up now. They can take it. <laughs> so they released a trailer for the fourth season. They sure did. And we watched it right before we recorded. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know it came out. <laughs> I knew it. I was just gonna bring it up and be like, "Oh yeah, you hear about that uh, Stranger Things?" And you're like. Yeah, and I was hoping you watch it and be like, I didn't watch the trailer, but neither of us did, so we're like, well, one of us have to. We both just decided to watch it. Because here's the thing with Stranger Things for me, is that I like Stranger Things. Yeah. Um, I didn't go crazy about Stranger Things, though. Stranger Things became a fucking phenomenon. <laughs> like, it took over the world, it seems. like that Yeah, people got so really, wildly popular. really loved it. Yes. And, it, again, I agree. I like it. I don't think it's like... 
the greatest thing ever, but... No. I enjoy each season. I like them, but I never feel like revisiting them. No. I've, I've had no interest in rewatching them. <laughs> I've no. never like, oh, I need to go rewatch some of that Stranger Things. But people lost their fucking minds. Still do over that show. Uh, I remember... Um, my ex got tattooed by this uh, this one artist, and this artist, while we were talking, referred to Stranger Things as a cult series. Nah, <laughs> I don't think that person quite understand quite understands what a cult film or a cult show means. It is the farthest thing from a cult show, cause. It's super, super mainstream. It's excessively mainstream. I mean, that's like being like Christianity is a cult. <laughs> like, that's, like, that's like saying... Buddhism is a cult. <laughs> that's like saying that the Marvel films are cult cinema. Right. No, that's it's like, like... No, everybody loves it. No, this it. is it's like not. an internationally like famous thing. <laughs> yes. Like, that is not a cult show. It has a huge following. But people love it. They released the fourth season um, trailer... I don't feel like I need to explain what Stranger Things is, really. For those who may not know, <laughs> probably not probably not likely. It's a show on uh, Netflix about a bunch of kids in the 80s that mm-hmm. chasing around some type of creature <laughs> called the Demogorgon. And it goes from there. Every season, they kind of just chase the Demogorgon in a different <laughs> version. Really, every season is exactly the fucking same. Kind of. And the, yeah. show, the show has no balls. <laughs> Because it's afraid to kill off characters. So really there's no... Like, the only characters that kill off are, like, secondary characters you can go on without. Yeah. Because the show's afraid to get rid of anybody that matters. Even whenever they make you think they do, they immediately, by the end of the credits, show you that person didn't actually die. So really the show, like... There's no sense of danger I think the only thing that they even slightly got close to is Sean Astin. Yeah, but he's a secondary character. Him and Barb and, uh... Well, Barb wasn't even a thing, really. And Billy. What's his name? Did Billy die? I yeah, thought he, he just... he sacrifices up at the end of the uh, third season. That's right. And and fucking... And Hopper, but... I... But, but you see that he's dead. alive by the end of... The very first teaser they released was him in the fucking snow. <laughs> like, the very first, like, little clip. <laughs> yeah. They immediately, they're like, fuck that, now he's alive. They didn't, they didn't even try <laughs> no, to please keep suspense. watching. Please yeah, keep watching. This season better kill one of these fucking kids. Because <laughs> they're already... They caught up to us in age. They, they, took, they took some time off, and now these kids are all 30. <laughs> they, somehow, they advance in age so fast. But yeah, the trailer, they all look old as shit. <laughs> all look... Because there's a difference between what a 12-year-old looks like and what a 14-year-old looks Big like. Big time. I mean, once puberty hits, it's done. And these kids look like uh, they probably have a couple of DUIs under their belt <laughs> and are paying child support at this point. <laughs> um, but what did you think of the uh, trailer? I mean, it looks like Stranger Things. <laughs> Like, I, I find it funny they're, like, kind of, like, ghost hunters now, and they got a Ghostbusters, like, patch on their backpack in the first scene. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure they're not ghost hunters. Like, I'm sure they're like, oh, we're investigating extra-dimensional blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but it's like, like oh no, nah, we're watching. It's ghost hunters. You're oh, ghost my God, hunters. this Demogorgon moved into this house and has a mortgage. Can't have that. Yeah, no. <laughs> Does he understand how the housing market is in the it's late one 80s? Of Geico commercials, like, we, you know, we really love our new home, but there's a Demogorgon in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, is it still the 80s? I, I'm so tired of 80s nostalgia. I'm over it. I'm over 80s nostalgia. Just give me stuff from the 80s. <laughs> That's all yeah. I want. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch movies that come from the 80s, but like this whole thing of of living in the past as far as the decade goes, like I think I think we beat that horse to death. I think we beat that horse to death almost more than Rockstar Games has with online content for Grand Theft Auto 5. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, fuck, just make a new game. Like, <laughs> God damn. They're like, no. Stop. <laughs> we will not. <laughs> um... Yeah, the, the trailer looks pretty good. Uh, at the end of the... I almost spoil Stranger Things because I feel like everybody's watched it, so it really doesn't fucking matter. But um, that one person who's listening to our podcast hasn't seen it. <laughs> you aren't missing much. It's uh, it's good. It's like, good. It's good. I like it. I, I enjoy it. It just... I, I, I never was just super blown away by any season of the show like everybody else. I'm like, that was pretty good. I like that. No, it's just a fun watch. I'm like, moving there's on. There's nothing now. that's yeah, like... right. Oh my god! I have to go tell my friends and family. Like, yeah, exactly. Sure, but people did. Um, but uh, is uh, uh, eleven, and the buyers are all in California. They're they're starting back up, new life, and spring break's about to happen. So she's about to go visit all the kids. Back at where the fuck do they live? where they lived wherever minnesota yeah maybe i don't know (laughs) it was i felt like it was something like that but um it is something stupid like minnesota (laughs) yeah but it seems like they're ghost hunters now like it's pretty dumb um like there's uh it seems like they're ghost hunting what i do know is that robert england is in the fourth season is he the demogorgon (laughs) he's he's a demogorgon (laughs) um I, I think that he may be in the trailer. You see like a flashback to the fifties and this guy that moved in this house with his family. And then it fast forwards to present right. day for the show, which I guess is late eighties. And they're like looking around the house. that seems abandoned. Like, like we said, like they're ghost hunting. Um, so I imagine that the dad of that family is who Robert England's character is like years later. Really? Probably. I, I, think, I was I think, hoping he was going to turn into the, Demogorgon. The corporate owner of the the movie The Mangler. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, what a classic! <laughs> where he refused to let a a haunted laundry machine <laughs> go away. Oh, Robert! That's the only thing people really know him for. Yeah, I mean that's the, the only mangler. thing he did as pop as popular as The Mangler. If it wasn't for that, no one would know who Robert England is. He never did any notable roles other than that. No, the the Stephen King CEO made him. of the laundry company that owned the Haunted Mangler. That's it. <laughs> it's all. It's just the Mangler and Stranger Things. I'm I'm happy for Stranger Things giving this unknown actor the Demogorgon's a, a dryer. <laughs> like, the Dryers family, Will Dryers. <laughs> Well, give me Netflix on the phone, stat. <laughs> yes, we need the Duffer Brothers here. Get them in here. <laughs> we need to talk about this. They're like, no, we've never seen the Mangler, and I'd be like, you're both fired. Like, <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> um, but yeah, the four season looks fine. It looks like Stranger Things. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, uh, I don't believe you because everybody likes it. it seems. <laughs> yeah, I've never really met somebody who's like Stranger Things sucks. So it's like, well, it doesn't suck. It doesn't it's, suck. No, it's, it's good. It's just I didn't go crazy over it like everybody yeah. else. I, I enjoy it thoroughly, but um, 
I think that the I think that show needs to balls up a little bit. I think I think it needs I think it needs to kill somebody. You, <laughs> right. you listening, you Duffy brothers? <laughs> you Duffy fuckies? You dumpy motherfuckers! <laughs> kill these kids! <laughs> kill the kids! Kill the children! <laughs> really, that's all you want? Grow some balls and murder some kids. This is this is an episode about school, so if you want to just shoot the school up in the fourth season, you can do that. We won't be mad. I hear that's really popular nowadays to do that, right? I mean, the way it looks like, it looks like Eleven is being prepped to be a school shooter. Everyone's just bullying her, like... She's gonna go Carrie style. It should be a Carrie style. I was maybe. I was wondering though. I was watching. Like, is this gonna be like a whole like Carrie type thing or whatever? Which I I would honestly be like, yeah, fucking do it. Yeah, yeah. She already has telekinetic abilities. Kill Will and all by that. accident. <laughs> yeah, it's not for him to buyers it. Anyways, so <laughs> buyers the dust. Buys <laughs> <laughs> the dust. Um, yeah, I, I mean, they're they're looking old. <laughs> So I don't know what if they're making a fifth season. I think they said they're gonna make five seasons and be done. Drake has lost his interest. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "How old are you? Oh, you're of age. I'm not interested. <laughs> we need, we need to talk more about Drake being a uh, borderline hey, pedophile." Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck that guy! <laughs> Seriously, we people need to talk about that more. Yeah, they really do. Oh, um, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I. Hopefully, they shoot the fifth season. It's not their fault. It took them so long to do the fourth season, of course, because of COVID. But hopefully, by the fifth season, they shoot a little faster. Because by then, they're going to have kids of their own that Drake is going to be trying to fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody, please, put the word out on Drake. This is is not normal. It's not okay. It's not okay just because you're famous. Oh, but they're both famous. Like, yeah, she's still 13 <laughs> or 14 at the time. Uh, but, yeah, they're all looking way old in the trailer. I hope they make a fifth season fast before it's Drake, like. It's like, uh, they keep staying the same age and I keep getting older. All right, all right, all right. I know when they're all I'm playing. <laughs> It's like, you know, who's number... Listen, all these girls broke his heart, but you know who doesn't say no? Apparently children. <laughs> He's um, like, yeah, I'm stronger than them. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, man. Somebody call him out on this more. You need to calm down, Aubrey. Um, but yeah, I, I, it'd be great to make the fifth season, and they're even more noticeably older, but they still play them like they're 15 years old. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> Which is going to come up in a little bit also when we talk about seance. But, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's still just like fucking Winona Ryder. Like, well, I'll drive you to school. It's like, okay, mom. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> <I get it. laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be coming out in 2022. We'll just have Scarlett Johansson playing Eleven. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a very awkward young girl. I don't want to play Eleven if you also make her Asian. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, excuse me? It's like, no, we would we would get an Asian actor for that. It's like, no. <laughs> I'm an actress. I can play any... It's like, Scarlett, I think you're missing the point, but... <laughs> So, Today's episode, we're dunking on famous people. <laughs> That's all we're doing. <laughs> Next up is Kanye. Here we go. (laughs) 
there's nothing he hasn't said about himself that I could top. <laughs> Those fish sticks. Like, you just need to listen to him. <laughs> As a horror story himself. <laughs> Things, things we, things with famous people we don't take seriously. Uh, mental health, and them uh, trying to pick up fourteen-year-olds. Those are two things that we do not bring enough, enough attention to. Apparently, oh, they're famous. It's fine. Um, yeah, they were funny in that one movie. I can't see him killing himself. Whoop! <laughs> what a terrible punchline. Um, so yeah, Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh boy <laughs> we're, we're, we're padding out the episode big guys because we're going to talk about one movie we're trying to get better about filling everything out with one film because <laughs> we don't want to just be shooting through movies as fast as we normally do yeah um so anyways do you hear about the travis scott thing <laughs> yes speaking of dunking on famous people yeah he's ready to jenner who cares about the kardashians and jenners <laughs> oh man um yeah Eight uh, people <laughs> dead. Eight people dead at from a concert. A, a, like, doesn't it, it? Humanity drives me nuts sometimes. I'm like, hey, you know what would be great? Don't kill people yes. for a, a stupid show. Like, yeah. number one, like, am I like the most conscientious person? No, obviously not. <laughs> but I'm saying like shooting it's a, child pedophilia jokes already. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is like, I would not. Like knowingly, like suffocate somebody at a show just to be like, "Well, I gotta get closer to the stage." But here's the thing. Okay, well, first, before let's rewind a little bit uh, for people that didn't hear. This is national news. I'm sure most people have, but just in case you haven't, uh, Travis Scott, who is a rapper, <laughs> quote unquote. <laughs> no, he is. He is. Did he? Just... Wasn't it? He brought Drake. In and that's what caused the crowd surge. Oh, is that what happened? I think so. Oh, I thought yeah. it was just right whenever he took stage. No, that they I all think it was it. like he brought on Drake and they oh. weren't expecting. Oh, because Drake came on stage, he's like, "Hey, all thirteen year olds, come to the stage." <laughs> You're like, "Ah!" Everybody get to Drake. <laughs> Free Jordans for youngins. <laughs> hey, where are you taking me? <laughs> Just get in this van. <laughs> um, They're just trapped in a dimension of the hotline bling video. So many sad children. <laughs> um, the Travis Scott is a rapper. He had a show. Uh, I guess it was a two-day festival called Astro World, which is yeah, named after Astro Fest. Astro Fest. He has an album called Astro World. Um, and yeah, there are like fifty thousand people there. I think the venue can hold five hundred thousand with the fire marshals. Like I thought, they were calling it Astro Fest because it was by the old Astrodome. Oh no, no, he's, he has a he has a album called Astro World. Oh yeah, um, but maybe that also. Hmm. Um, but uh, this is in Texas, right? Yeah, Houston. Yeah, Houston. Yeah, your your old hometown. Yeah. <laughs> um, and fifty thousand people were there, and just like how concerts usually go, people were like pushing up on each other. For, like, the main act, like, waiting for it to come on stage, the anticipation. Then whenever he came on stage, or at some point in the show, everybody just kind of, like, kept on pushing. And people couldn't, like, move their arms or anything. And, like, or and people got trampled and suffocated. Yeah. Which is awful. Terrible stuff. And, 
I know I was reading an interview with one lady. She said she had to bite people to get out, get out. Like people would not get their arms out of her guts or anything. So she had to start biting. It's like, come on, people. I mean, the, the thing is, is how unsurprising this is. Because this is the thing that happens to every gigantic concert. Excuse me. Um, that whenever I would go to big shows, this is why like, when I was younger, going to big shows, I would always get pit tickets. And I can't do that anymore. Like, like I want to be as close to stage as I can. And you're just getting crushed the whole thing. And people are just like falling in your head from like, you know, uh, uh, crowd surfing and people are like being assholes and you can't move and everything. And, and it's awful. Like it's terrible. You're just sweating pass out any second. Now I'm old. <laughs> and I just, yeah, get, and if um, I go to a big concert, I'm just going to get lawn tickets. The appeal of it has very much dried up. <laughs> yeah, I, I never, I never understood lawn tickets until I got older. Where it's like, wait, you have all this room? You can like lay down on the ground and <laughs> just sit there in the grass playing with grass, <laughs> the opening bands and stuff. <laughs> yeah, this runs longer. And nobody's than the like other. crushing me. Like this is great. Like fuck the pit. So when this happened, I was like, oh well, that completely makes sense. But some people didn't think so. Why are we talking about this a horror podcast? Because now people are blaming it as a demonic, satanic ritual. <laughs> Is when the conspiracy is going around. <laughs> uh, yeah, that makes sense. Because when I think of Travis Scott, I think Satan. Uh, this is like, you think this would be like done by now, like people thinking such idiotic things, but. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's the uh, just Bible bashers being like, oh my God, music is, is possessing kids to murder and all that, which we talked about in an earlier episode when we talked about some rock and roll horror films. But uh, it still lives on in some ways where people are just afraid and try to find reasoning for anything. We're like, oh, well, it has to be devil music, so that's why eight people died. No, people are just fucking selfish assholes. No, people just suck. Yeah, <laughs> people suck. That's all. So that's awful. But I want to talk about it because... It is a demonic satanic ritual, and I thought we need to bring it up. Yeah, we just so want to let important. you know that Travis Scott is our new Lord and Master. Yes, he's our new Savior. Um, but listen, I mean, I hope he doesn't get bad bad bad, bad, bad publicity because um, I mean he's just attached to the Jenner and Kardashian family. I mean, they're they're perfect, right? So I mean, that's enough bad publicity. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> but speaking of uh, satanic rituals and 40-year-olds playing 15-year-olds, let's talk about seance. Oh, right. Our main topic. Yeah. That's our segue. We had all that to segue. Because <laughs> this week we're only talking about one movie. Uh, and we've, we've actually talked about this movie in a previous episode because you put it on your list of the Shutter original films, didn't you? Was this one of the ones you put uh, on your list? It was an honorable mention. Oh, it was an honorable mention. That's right. I knew it was on that episode somewhere. I'm like, wait, yeah, wait, it was an honorable mention. Because it was newer. I don't believe it was on the list. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to talk about it now. Um, and we talked about, we've actually talked about the writer-director a few times Simon the last few Barrett. episodes. Simon Barrett. Um, Simon Baraka. Yeah. <laughs> it's Barata. Uh, Simon Barrett, we talked about him a few times. He's mainly known as a writer. It's actually his directorial debut. Um, but he's a writer. He wrote Who's Next? And he wrote The Guest, both of which were directed by Adam Wingard. And he also, him and Adam Wingard also did a couple segments of the VHS series together. And then the VHS 94, the newest installment, he wrote and directed his own segment about a viewing 
for a, a, a guy with his face smashed. Yeah, somebody got a, what seems to be a horrific car accident of some sort. I think sort. that was my favorite one. That's my favorite one. Yeah, it's actually a really good. I really mean, Rat King segment. was good too, but I like yeah, Ratata. <laughs> yeah, is this what that was? That its name? I don't Something remember. Like that. Um, I liked all the segments. I just didn't like the connector story of VHS ninety four. Oh, it was stupid. It was a dumb. That was dumb. Story. That was yeah. the worst story. But all the all the stories were pretty good. I like I like the uh, the dumb redneck cult. Oh yeah, that they're that actually like trying good. to like use vampires' blood as a a weapon. As a weapon, yeah. weaponized vampires' blood. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Um, and and I like the uh, the really crazy one with like the mechs and all that stuff. I, I see. I didn't creatures. like that one. I like that one. It was so I, fucking. I was weird. like, this is dumb. <laughs> I liked it. Um, but anyways, Simon Barrett is uh, this is his directorial debut. It came out this year. And uh, do you want to explain what the plot is of Seance? Uh, yeah. Uh, feel free to jump in. Okay. Um, so it See is about a girl <laughs> going to a uh, boarding school. Um, well, I almost gave away the plot right there. Yes. Um, Called Edelvine. Edelvine. Mm-hmm. And she immediately starts off on the wrong foot with a group of preppy girls. Uh who just range in every kind of person there is, led by one uh, queen bitch. I guess Her name is Alice. Alice, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, they talk about the... Uh, I guess they, they said... The, the school claimed it as a suicide, but one of the girls whose room she's staying in uh, committed suicide, but they believed it was because of a ghost that they had summoned in the bathroom from year prior. Yes. And uh, so they end up getting in fights and having to work together in the school. And uh, they end up using a Ouija board in the uh, classroom to try and summon. Or They don't even use a whole Ouija board. They just use a planchette. Yeah. And a piece a of paper and lipstick. And... Uh, Trying to speak to the ghost, and then shit starts popping off. Yeah. Uh, I don't talk about the ending, right? <laughs> no. Okay. No. I mean, should, should we spoil this? I mean, we won't spoil it yet, but I mean... We're, no. Uh, should we talk spoilers? No. Okay. <clears throat> I don't think we should. Um. So, yes. Uh, Camille is played by an actress named... I knew you enjoyed this name. That's the other reason why I'm saying her name. Her name is Suki Waterhouse. Suki. Suki. <laughs> Suki. Because <laughs> uh. last week we were talking about True Blood. We'll, we'll, we'll hang out on Halloween. Yeah. And uh, we were saying Suki a lot. Suki. But uh, yeah, Suki Waterhouse plays uh, plays Camille. and She's the new girl. And Anything it, notable she's in? Uh, Probably not. <laughs> She's no, still she, pretty young. Yeah, she, she she's twenty nine. Um, so like in Hollywood years, she's like I don't know, like eighty two. In Drake years, she's like dead. <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, she she's had. Uh, I think she does. Uh, I know she's a model, and I think she does a bunch of TV years. I looked it up last night, but I don't think there was like anything that was super notable. Probably was, but people may message me like, "No, she's in this." I, I, whatever. <laughs> no, she's she's in stuff. Sure. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. The thing about seance is the first seance that quote unquote triggers everything, for the most part. Well, it was more like a Bloody Mary game. Yeah. 
but it happens within like the first two minutes of the film starting. Yeah. Like it's right out the gate where they do like a Bloody Mary type thing that, that all the mean girls um, do on, on the girl that kills herself. Or does she? Um, da, 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 da. But it's a Bloody Mary type prank they do in the bathroom. And one of the girls are hiding in a tub filled with water. Yep. And then when they open the curtain, she's like, bah! and she jumps out and the girl runs out. And she goes to her dorm, her dorm room. And then she hears some type of scratching, and then they hear a scream down the hallway from from her room. And they run there. They look out the window. She's like, dead on the ground. She's dead on the ground. So they think that she jumped out the window committing suicide, but may not be the case. Who knows? So is it a ghost? Is it something else in there? Who knows? And then Camille comes to school, and she's very British. Um, and Edelvine. It's a private school, right? Uh, yes, a girls' boarding school. Okay, so they're high school age. Yes. Okay. Uh, do their kids go there also? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because these girls... Listen, okay, it's it's a common trope. It's a common trope. I get it. Look how young these 30-year-olds are. Yes, yes. It's a thing that's been going on for years and years and years and years. But more and more, it's, it's never not funny. <laughs> it's never not funny. Listen... There's a part where they're trying to do research on who the ghost may be or whatever, right? And they're in the library and looking it up and like, well, this one girl that died here previously in that same dorm room, uh, we think it's her. And they show a picture of her. And this girl, under her eyes, like luggage. (laughs) Luggage. She is a ghost. (laughs) Not bags. It's just a a picture in a yearbook. It's a, it was a rough She's year. like, oh, she's 15. I'm like, what point in her life was this? 1967? <laughs> when, when did this happen? Um, yeah. I mean, of course, because she's, she's dead. So, yeah, it was, it was a very hard life for her. Uh, they did not try to make them look too young. They all look pretty old. So so I was confused at first. I'm like, is this not like private college or like something? Like nah, some like, boarding school. Some yeah. like post grad like thing. It's like, no, they're like 15. I'm like, oh, sure <laughs> they are. are <laughs> sure they are. are. <laughs> Drake would be watching, and be like, nope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they think um. So the girl that kills herself is named Carrie. <laughs> and um, they try to contact Carrie. With the planchette? With a planchette. Because these girls... Okay, so what, what do you think of the, the bully group? Because the, the, really, this is a private school, Edelvine, right? Yeah. But um, it seems like only like eight people go to this school. Yeah, you only <laughs> just see like characters. 12 people, yeah. maybe. And then like eight of them die. Yeah, <laughs> so... Um, <laughs> I, I will say they do a good job at making you hate them. Um, yeah, they do. So I, I it, which is kind of the problem. Um, I don't know if it's a problem. It's probably purposely done. Well, yeah, but it's I it's hard know. to sympathize with like any of them. Yeah, <laughs> I all. will say that. And it's like we're getting killed off. I'm like, okay, <laughs> okay, guess I'm yawning. Um, that's how boring this movie is. <laughs> no, um, it can be. It can be kind of, it's yeah. kind of slow, but uh, I liked it overall. Um, the main, they really don't give you any reason to give a shit about her. <laughs> Who, Camille? Yeah, yeah, Camille Meadows. Well, 
without spoiling anything, I think there's also a reason for that by the end. Yeah, um, which. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the the. You know what? Yeah, I screwed. We can do spoilers. <laughs> okay, we're gonna spoil this movie. Yeah, spoiler. If you, spoil if you want to go watch it, stop here. And then come, come back, back and listen to the rest of the episode. It's on Shutter. It's a Shutter exclusive, so it's going to be on there. Um, and it's worth a watch. It's only uh, I think it's worth a watch generally. It's an hour and a half. Yeah, I mean it's um, it's a fine thing to watch. The first the first forty minutes I think are generic and slow. Um, kind of like whatever the fuck. But then I think like probably like the last thirty minutes, it feels like Simon Barrett kind of loosens up. And I think he's having more fun with the script. Yeah. And I think there's stuff he does where it's like, okay, this feels like Simon Barrett. This feels like more than – because he works best with, with when he's working with dark comedy and he's going a little crazy on, like, some of, like, the dark comedy and the kills, right? Mm-hmm. And that starts picking up more towards the end. But for, like, the first 40 minutes or whatever, just, like, there's just a bunch of awkward generic dialogue. <laughs> and these girls that are cartoonishly mean – that's like their only personality train. They, they, yeah, they're they have nothing else going for them except for they are just mean girls, and that's that's all. So you don't feel bad when they start getting killed. So they do another uh, seance um, earlier in the film with a planchette and yep. a tube of lipstick and put on top paper, piece of paper, and they contact the dead. Uh, and it's writing in the lipstick that's put through the planchette. It's writing on the paper, like con- talking with them, conversing with them and saying that, um, there will be murder or whatever the fuck. <laughs> there will be blood. There will be blood. I will drink your milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, huh, I guess I won't be getting any milkshakes. <laughs> and that was the end of the movie. But, yeah. He killed him with a bowling pin. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then what happens from there are a bunch of uh, uninteresting kills. <laughs> yeah, they were all pretty. You don't really whatever. see them, um, but they go back and they reshow them later on. Um, so you're going through the whole movie, going, "Is it a ghost? Is it a ghost? Is it a ghost? No, it's it's people. <laughs> <laughs> but there are ghosts. There, yeah, there are ghosts. Okay, so this movie like Ben genre, right? It's a ghost film, kind of, but it's also a slasher film. Uh, it has a lot of giallo influence. We'll call it a splasher. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a spooky it, slasher. <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of been part of this. Uh, it has some giallo influence also. There is a mass killer running around. Um, the whole movie's in yellow. Yeah, it's interesting <laughs> yellow. Um, which is, going back to, uh, we're having kind of a resurgence of movies that are nodding towards giallo. Between this and Malignant and Last Night in Soho all have like giallo kind of elements for kind of this resurgence. But let me tell you, I'm here for it. But more movies want to reference giallo. If that's the new phase we're going through, bringing that back, fuck the 80s. Let's do some giallo. Let's do it. Give it to me. Give some mass killers and blood. Um, and black gloves. And sex crimes. Because that's what it feels like all those movies are wrapped around some guy that has some type of weird sexual repression. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so the girls start getting killed, as they do in these movies. Um, all all twelve girls that go to this school, <laughs> all twelve girls in a giant boarding school. Yes, 
and uh and and Camille is getting blamed for everything like when they do the seance they do another seance later on they're like Camille's the one that's killing everybody the ghost says and they're going through this research about like who is the ghost there's a girl got killed previously before Carrie committed suicide or got killed who could this ghost be and that plays um zero part in anything it doesn't yeah, that, that doesn't even get resolved it does not matter <laughs> doesn't matter uh, they do this whole, they take time on the movie, do this whole research about who the ghost is. None of it fucking matters. <laughs> and then uh, we kind of get to the end. And um, Bethany is Bethany. Yes, Bethany. Okay, so in this group of mean girls, there's one girl that's like. Uh, I'm kind of the shy nerd one who follows along. She's shy nerd one that follows along. She's like a prodigy genius type. Where she's like, I got this full ride scholarship uh, for some paper she wrote. And uh, she seems kind of out of place. You know why? Because she's one of the killers. There you go. <laughs> there, wow. <laughs> yep. And then, but guess what? They pulled a scream. There's two killers. <laughs> and oh, man. Did we even mention him? <laughs> nope. No, we didn't even mention him. So the head, it's, it's uh, the, the, the headmistress's head son. Yeah, the headmistress's son. Who, who is, is the, the maintenance? Maintenance guy. guy. Yeah. Because that's. Maintenance boy. That's free labor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they explain how he knows how to build crawl spaces <laughs> into the dorms. That's <laughs> how so he can yeah. hide. <laughs> he just knows how to build crawl spaces. They probably just use a crowbar or something, I'd imagine. Um, I, have you ever built a crawl space? I haven't. But yeah, also, well. I'm also not free maintenance for a boarding school. So. <laughs> that's true. Um, so uh, yeah, it turns out he's he's the other he's the other killer um, because him and Camille have a um, they flirt around a bit, a little bit, yeah, and uh, but then they kidnap her. <laughs> yep, and this is when the movie becomes interesting. That's why I wanted to spoil it. Is because for a lot the rest of the film, it's really not. That interesting. I, I couldn't really come up with... There's not a lot of background on this movie, but, like, a cool story about, like, pre-production, except for that Simon Barrett, this is his directorial debut. So I can't really give you a lot of meat as far as, like, what went into making this or whatever. Yeah, and- um, it feels like it's budget. <laughs> there's only, um, I don't know, four sets. <laughs> it's, like, one room, a bathroom, a hallway, <laughs> and a library. Oh, and outside. And a dorm room consistently redecorated. Yes, yes. And outside. Oh, and, and, and the study, which yeah. is used for a lot of things. And that, that's all. That, that's all the sets. Um, and they all look kind of samey. They're definitely working on a budget. Balling on a budget, if you will. Um, as as far as slashers and, and, and Gialli go, you know, your killer has to have kind of a distinct look to him, right? So you have to have a mask or you have to have, like, a hat or, like, something cool. Um what do you think about the mask in this movie? Uh, why? It's like you know who it is. <laughs> like it's, it's like you're wearing schoolgirl uniform. You're the only one with red hair. Like, why did you need that? <laughs> the mask is uh, some shitty plaster masks. Yeah. They make, mm-hmm. they make like, in like, a class. Uh, well, what is the name of that stuff? The newspaper and Oh, blue. paper mache. Paper mache masks. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like. Okay. <laughs> but whenever it's a slasher, it's called paper mache tea. Boo. Fuck you. Boo. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, no, I didn't like them. Uh, no, it's silly. And the best thing about like the one girl, like you know, these that was girls... there was some great fighting though. That <laughs> fight scene was fun at the end. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, Early in the film, though, these mean girls, really, their only purpose, like, it does, I don't feel like they even study. All they do is just play pranks on Camille. <laughs> That's all they do. But they, they pull this prank on her where they have the paper mache masks on, and the one girl is like... Turns out they're at Practical Jokers <laughs> University. They're like, oh, they're passing everything. This like, is actual prequel to uh, Impractical Jokers. This is the origin story <laughs> to Impractical Jokers. Uh, you know, that shit everybody likes. Everybody loves watching a 45-year-old man <laughs> play really boring pranks, pranks on people. Play boring pranks on people. Oh, we brought you the wrong pasta. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this isn't my pasta. Waka waka. Oh, we got you. Oh, my God. <laughs> you ordered the fettuccine Alfredo? This is spaghetti with marinara. <laughs> I gotta oh get out of here. I have a heart appointment. Like... <laughs> Please, I'm very hungry. <laughs> the right food. <laughs> um, so, but the one girl scares with a mask, like, "Oh my god, it, it looks almost like the real thing." You mistook it, didn't you? It's like that doesn't look like a face at all. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like hot garbage. That looks like paper mache. <laughs> this is also the 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 same girl that later on, whenever they're talking to, uh, they get called in the headmistress's office. I had to, I had to make a note of this. Um, uh, where is it? Okay, yes. I, I think she's telling them how their one friend went missing. They haven't found They're like, I think she ran off. Yeah. And they're like, the one who was supposed to be like going on a date or something. Yeah, and she's like sending pictures of her feet or something. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Um, and and the, first of all, the girls are like, well, listen, I'm sure she's fine. We just couldn't contact her because her phone's been off for like a day or two. First of all, it's a teenage girl. The likeliness of that phone ever being off. <laughs> very. Yeah, it's like, call the police. <laughs> yeah, not not very high. Not Any very teenager likely. ever. Yes, not likely, first of all. But thankfully, these girls are all like 37. <laughs> so, um, which, whenever the, the, the headmistress is talking to him and everything, she's like, I forgot what they say. And she's like, listen, she's probably fine or whatever. We'll find her. We're gonna get the police involved and everything. And they leave her office, and it's and she says some like line along something along the lines of, "Oh, old people, she just don't get it." I heard that you lose all your brain cells at thirty. Oh, like, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's like, well, what do they know? <laughs> what do they they will know, right? <laughs> Maybe they forget that they are thirty. That's why they're <laughs> why they're at a boarding school. Um, it's just so weird hearing like it, it really is I reference this anytime I can especially with these movies it really is a Steve semi and 30 Rock yeah, hello fellow children <laughs> yes anytime it's like I'm a child it's like are you okay whatever you say honey <laughs> but um <laughs> uh, yeah so their friends are going missing one gets uh, stabbed but you don't see it and one gets strangled uh, but you don't see it and then there's one girl, which is a pretty good segment. There's there's some pretty cool shots whenever I'll be showing you that you can see one of the killers like way in the background. Yeah. Like blurred out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was pretty cool. And there's like one segment where the one girl that says like, oh, 30 p- people at 30, uh, they, they, lose, they lose their fucking marbles apparently. 
because <laughs> science um is uh yeah i get that <laughs> she has like a dance a dance sequence she's like practicing her dance because it's uh oh yeah in the the ballet or yeah because it's like a th- i guess the main focus of the school is theater is it? like a major like, like every class they take that's all they're learning because i took note that they i wrote this down before i watched the whole scene so it does the joke doesn't work anymore but, wow this works for the game segue but uh yeah but uh camille uh the, the one that when they're in class the one the one time they're class the whole fucking except for whenever they're uh doing their their rehearsing stage play the only other class they are in the the whole movie is whenever they're getting asked who the very first uh performer is in english theater the very first woman female that got acknowledged in the english theater was who is margaret hughes um and and when she camille gets asked that who's british um she doesn't know the answer and all the girls snicker and i'm like oh she doesn't know what's that the joke because she's british and doesn't know this like obscene fact and that's the joke i was going to make but it doesn't work anymore because immediately after that i was writing it they're like oh yeah it was in the first chapter of your reading you're supposed to do i'm like fuck <laughs> like stretch out like, like a fucking joke about that <laughs> jokes on you <laughs> about how, how dumb these fucking bullies are but never mind <laughs> so um <laughs> am i the dumb one but uh yeah the girl is dancing uh on the stage at one point and she's like spinning around and there's like these statues with masks on around her. It's kind of like Scream 2 with like the masks on whenever cuz yeah the whole like stage thing is Scream 2, but she's just alone in there. And then what happens is uh as she's spinning, eventually like one of the statues changes and it's like the mask of the killer and but you only see it like quick, which is a pretty good shot. And then it runs up and slashes her throat and like blood goes flying and that's the first pretty violent kill you see and it's like oh that was very giallo like that was a very giallo yeah type thing that um, was a cool scene but the movie doesn't really kick into high gear while we had to talk about the ending is is that's whenever it really starts uh becoming interesting because everything up at this point is just like i'm looking down my phone a lot looking back i'm just like okay like i know this is gonna go somewhere this has to go somewhere come on simon you got it in you and it does so when you find out there's two killers they kidnap uh camille and alice um there was a, what was the, the reason she was killing them is because she cheated at something right so what happened as far as i can tell um is that she wanted to get accepted into that school so that paper she sent into the school wasn't her paper but paper she plagiarized from carrie who she killed. Who's the girl that got pushed out of the window at the beginning of the movie. Right. So she killed her and to take everybody sent off the trail because if people saw it because they had to publish, I think, that the girls would realize that it was Carrie's paperwork. So she had to kill all the girls that knew. Even though none of the girls gave a fuck about Carrie. Yeah, they were absolutely uninterested in her. They literally were just bullying her. They just bully anybody. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, because Simon Barrett understands teenage girls. <laughs> it's like, oh no, they just bully each other and fucking... Talk about boys. That's all they did to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so me every day. So they started killing him, and uh, so, so she started killing him to distract everybody, I mm-hmm. guess. And why the guy was in on it is because he because had a crush on her. They've been dating since she was fourteen, but they didn't say how old he was. But he looks younger than them. Yeah, but apparently he's older. So. I don't know. (laughs) 
Because Camille says, ew, gross. Because, like, you saw a relationship when she was 14, now she's a senior. Like, ugh. It's like, well, how old is he? <laughs> he looks like he's 16. He's, he's the youngest looking one out of all of you. <laughs> but apparently he's supposed to be the oldest one. Um, so he's like, yeah, I just felt like killing. Oh, he killed, he killed that girl. The girl that died in the dorm room before right. Terry did with a hammer. Mm-hmm. He used a babysitter. That's right. Use that yes. babysit him. Um, yeah. So that that's a thing. <laughs> um, so they they got to tie up loose ends. They wanna they wanna pin all the murders on Camille. Camille's tied to a chair. Alice is tied to a chair who's knocked out because they broke the fuck out of her nose. <laughs> her nose is broken as shit. And they're gonna it looks like they're gonna torture Camille at first. Like they're gonna drive nails through her kneecaps. Yeah. Um, which like, no, she'll scream. It's going to be too much. Everything. So they had to plant all the evidence. So they take Alice's hand and they put it on Camille's cheek and scratch her and lightly scratch her, but it's these huge gashes, yes. but just like, it's like a light brush across the cheek and just big gashes. Um, I'm telling you those nails. <laughs> I know she has fucking lady death strike, lady <laughs> death strike nails. Um, uh, but then you find out Camille isn't Camille Meadows at all. That's correct. You find out she's like, oh, yeah, I'm sure you looked up Camille Meadows. Like, yeah, it's weird because Camille Meadows doesn't even have a Facebook <laughs> or whatever the <laughs> fuck she says. <laughs> she's like, that's right. Not a real person. Because <laughs> it's not a real person. Uh, so who is this Camille? Do we find out her name? <sighs> no doesn't matter i don't think i don't i just know that she was like best friends with carrie before she went to the school yeah that's that's why that that's why she came to the school to get revenge for carrie's death who she figured was not suicide wasn't didn't kill herself is her best friend was her only friend apparently and she starts a relationship with the girl another girl at the school who is also friends with carrie yeah named clive I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Clive. I don't know. <laughs> this like, is my like... daughter, Clive. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I think it's like Destiny or something. Um, and, and and they have uh, we're we're friends, but by the, but they're 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 actually romantically in love by the end of the movie. I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, because why not? Um, but she's uh, she breaks out of the chair. And then we get a pretty fun fight sequence. Oh yeah, I really um, love. I, I thought I was impressed by it. And I was. I, I didn't hate. I didn't hate the reveal of them both, like the two killers. I saw it kind of coming. Like, well, there's probably two killers and all this stuff. But still, like, fun. You know, it's like, oh well, none of this like matters. Like, there's no not a ghost, but maybe there is because throughout the whole movie, you see a ghost. You see a ghost, <laughs> but um. Yeah, yeah. If we didn't spoil this, we wouldn't have an episode. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the killers with well, the killer reveal, I was like, man. But like, I thought it was kind of fun. Her being like, "I'm not Camille Meadows. I'm here to fuck people up." It's like okay, and fuck people up. She does. <laughs> um, Simon Barrett, like I mentioned earlier, works really well with dark comedy. There's a couple of pretty good dark comedy parts in here. Uh, there's one joke earlier that, that I laughed pretty hard at. I don't know why, but they're doing the third seance, I think. <laughs> this one girl just walks in <laughs> while they're doing it, and Alice looks, she's like, fuck off. And they shows the girl, and she's like, closes the door. 
But she's like no reaction. Her face. She's just kind of happy walking in. He's so fucking just standing there and just like turns around and closes the door. And for some reason, I found that so funny. But there's a part in this fight whenever Camille breaks loose of the chair and she's like taking him on or whatever. And um, she gets chased around by Bethany. I don't know what happened to. Uh, I don't know what happened to uh, uh, Trevor. Didn't he get his head smashed in? Later on. Later on. Oh, yeah, but, yeah, but Bethany's like chasing around for his day. But he gets knocked down or something. He gets knocked out. Maybe. He gets knocked oh, out. Oh, he gets knocked out no. by the baton. Right. Uh, the one right. girl, Destiny, Clive. <laughs> <laughs> Clive. Clive. Clive comes in and saves, saves Camille. Um, or not Camille. Um, the young lady Earl. <laughs> yes. Hits, hits her with uh, with the baton, him with the baton a couple times with the nightstick. And then uh, uh, Camille's getting chased around by Bethany. And Camille, they're like down the library basement, and Camille starts climbing this shelving. But there's yep. Bethany's like, you know, you're not gonna be able to hide from me up there because you're so used to like horror movies, like when they're running away, they climb up on the like, top of the shelves and jump between the shelves. Yeah. Whatever. But uh, she climbs those shelves, and right when she's like, you can't hide from me up there, she goes to the fluorescent light and unlocks, the, the, takes the one strap of the fluorescent light. And the whole light fixture swings out and just knocks Bethany out. <laughs> that was good shit. I rewound that a couple times because it's such a great, just like quick punchline. Just, just hits her with the fucking light. And they're fighting. She slices her fucking neck open with a goddamn fluorescent light. Yeah, she like, takes stabs her in the neck with it. Yeah. That it was brutal. Not only stabs her in the neck with it, but then like, while she's bleeding for a little bit, grabs it and then like slices the rest of her fucking neck yeah. open. Uh, that was pretty brutal. That was that pretty was, cool. That was cool. Um, and then she's getting chased around by Trevor, and Trevor pushes some uh, a bookcase on top of her. And then for some reason he stands on top of the bookcase, and she stabs him in the fucking leg, and he slips yeah. and breaks his leg, um, and he's just laying there, and his head is kind of hanging off the bookshelf, and there's this file cabinet. And Bada bing. <laughs> Heavy, huh. heavy file cabinet. Yeah, cabinet. <laughs> and he's like, oh, well, because she said earlier, I was like, yeah, you're either going to go to, like, the hospital, or the mental hospital, or the prison. Like, you choose which one. He's like, well, I guess I'll be going to the prison anyways, my, uh, or the mental hospital, but it's fine. My mom will pull some strings and get me out. And she's like, nah. And pushes a file cabinet on his head, which completely decapitates him. It was brutal, too. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. So all that, like, that whole segment, I think, makes the whole movie kind of worth it. Yeah. If you if yeah. you if you stick in there through everything else and you get to that point, I think all that stuff is pretty. And give fun. him a break. It's his first try. <laughs> well, yeah, no, for sure. And I, I think I think that Simon Barrett. I, I feel like you know, it felt like everything up up until that point is definitely playing like the, into the generic horror tropes, which may have been purposeful. I don't know, but um, it definitely feels like he loosens up in the last thirty minutes. So he starts like kind of playing around with these ideas. He's kind of been having and putting more dark humor into it and having more fun with you know the kills and the the kind of craziness and embracing it more than just trying to stay to what people think a horror movie should be right because more ridiculous it is is when he works the best same thing with your next or the guest both of those are like the darker humor like the dark humor moments and and the kills they, they work the best and both those movies are fucking fantastic um, so his script really starts shining through whenever you get to that last bit, which is like, 
light fixture hitting the girl and then the neck getting sliced and the fucking file cabinet decapitating the guy and you know all, all this stuff and like the twists and turn he, the little few twists he tried to do or whatever i mean they may have been like a little generic but they were still like okay well it's fine it felt like he definitely loosened up was definitely playing into the material by that point yeah absolutely um it was definitely um uh, it was worth the hour and a half like i mean it's it's just something you throw on when you when you're like I don't really know what to watch. Put yeah. on that. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. we're not going out there and saying, you know, five out of five. You know. No. But you know, if no, you I give it like a one and a half. <laughs> no, I give it higher than that. I'd probably give it like a three. Yeah, I would say a three. Like it's an average. It's very middle. It's not like complete middle of the road because that that last part is pretty good. But everything else up until it is just like all right. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, it's what it is. It's a good thing to just throw on when you have nothing else to watch. Yeah, unless you're Drake, and if you throw it on, you may be disappointed. Yeah. You're like, oh, in a boarding school, but I'm like, these girls aren't hey. girls. <laughs> these are women. Ew. <laughs> Ew. I'm going to write a shitty song about it. Girl, <laughs> um. girl, girl, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did you have anything else to add about the uh, movie, or did you have anything in your notes you didn't bring up? Uh, no, not really. We kind of covered all the topics of that movie. Yeah, I didn't have a whole lot. Like I said, there was a whole lot of background or anything. Yeah, I looked up some of like the other acting portrayals, and it's like, uh, there's not much here. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing really notable. Yeah, it's... um, Yeah, let's continue this trend of uh, nods to Giallo, though. <laughs> Between all all this year, between this *Malignant* and *Last Night in Soho*, I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, I still need to watch *Last Night in Soho*. I I liked it a lot. Um, but cool. So we ready to go to the next segment? Sure. All right. Well, that takes us to another curation of *Blazes* cabinet of video game curiosities. What are we pulling off the shelf today? Uh, today, to keep in line with the schoolins, School. we're going to talk about a game called Anne. A-N-N. Okay. Uh, it is a game made in a kind of like classic RPG style. It's with the RPG Maker system that they oh. made this. Okay. Um, so it's a little like an old school Final Fantasy or something? Yeah, kind of. Really? Yeah, funny. it's really cool. And, uh, but... They actually have like really well done animations, like right. in the middle segments and stuff like that, explaining the story. So the story is you're a young girl who's named Anne, who's going to art school in Japan. Like so, it's very like anime kind of game, but it's still really good. Uh, if you like that kind of stuff, you'll love it. If you don't like that kind of stuff, you'll still probably like it because it's fun. But um, so. Uh, the school has this strange rule that you find out about when you get there that nobody can be at the school past 9 p.m. Uh, everyone has to leave, and then everyone, you know, you go around, talk to people, and they're like, oh, I don't get it, you know. Why don't they let us stay past 9? I got things I got to catch up on. You get, like, each of the different departments. There's, like, the fashion department, and you get the digital arts department, and the sculpting, and classical painting department, and music department. And... Um, Kind of the cool part is that each department is haunted by something else. So you encounter different kinds of things. Like, um, 
and you find these different stories about the students who died or went missing there. Uh, one was like a, a girl who was the best pianist in the school and nobody could outcompose her. So a mean girl drugs her. And so she falls asleep and stays overnight and is trapped in the school forever and turns into a ghost. Um, the other one is this kid who is in the fashion department. And he falls in love with the place and he wants everybody's like designs and everything like that. So he stays past time to steal all the designs and everything like that. Then he gets trapped and he's the ghost of the fashion department. And you know, just kind of tropes like that, but it does play in this old, uh, RPG kind of style. And you end up finding a note on the ground that, uh, says if anyone's ever lost in here, just stay where you are and call out for security. And then a security guard comes up and you don't really know much about him, but he is uh, kind of joins your party and starts taking you around because the school keeps changing. Like every night it changes the setup of the school. He sees a security guard that uh, stayed overnight to have a donut. Yeah. He became the ghost of the security guards. <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, um, I'm trying not to spoil it, but, or should I spoil it? I don't know. I don't know. No, no, don't, don't spoil it. Yeah, because, well, I mean, there's like five different endings you can Oh, do. okay. So. Spoil all of them. <laughs> tell me all five of them. Or, or it's five, three or five different endings, but. Um, <laughs> all right, well, tell me the three that there actually are that make up two more. <laughs> okay. Well, um, you do find out that, uh. There is a reason the school was cursed, and it has to do with the principal. Okay. Um, is that a spoiler? Not really. Okay. No. Uh, it's just part of the story. So, um, but yeah, it, it's a interesting game of roaming around and finding these different uh, things and finding the stories behind the ghosts in each department. And uh, depending on how you play the game, uh, you can either you know, get out fine, or you can die, or you can start a new story, or break the curse, you know, there's just different options of however you decide to go around. Right. So, but it, it's actually, I, I recommend it. It was, uh, the developer and the publisher are the same, and it is wrong, wrong. Wrong, wrong? Wrong, wrong. Not W-R-O-N-G, but R-O-N-G. Oh, just twice? Yep, wrong, wrong. Oh, okay. So they developed and published it. I didn't see a lot of other games that they have done, but this one, uh, if you like that kind of like, uh, what would you call that? Not 8-bit, 24-bit or something? What was the Super Nintendo? Yeah, 24-bit. 16-bit, 24-bit. 16-bit, yeah, something something like that. that. And it's kind of like that top-down RPG but spooky ghosts. That's pretty cool. Yeah, That's it's neat. a it's a fun one. Yeah, and it'll take you a little while to get through. So, but you had a uh, what do you what do you give it? Do you have a score for it? You know what? I would say I'm gonna just because I think the story is well done and the twists are well done and the animations in between are well done. I would say a four point five out of five. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you want to talk about. The uh, third part of the trilogy, right? The Dark Pictures trilogy, right? Yeah. Yeah, so if you... We talked about... This is the same company that does Until Dawn. Um, and then they started coming out with other games, which were Man of Medan, 
the town of Little Hope, and now it is House of Ashes. So this takes place um, in Iraq in like the you know early 2000s. A lot of fun. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> very fun time. Fun. Um, but it is about the war. Okay. Um, and uh, it starts off uh, in Babylonian times. Okay. And they're going through, and you find out that you've been you're a general who's been working for this like mad king who believed this other society was bringing demons into the world, but they were actually trying to stop them. And you're now battling Babylonian demons. Okay. So during the war, they end up finding this underground shelter where they think Saddam Hussein was storing weapons of mass destruction that were never found. (laughs) What? Uh, (laughs) um, But I heard. And, uh, but... Actually, in there are these tombs of these Babylonian demons. So now you are trapped there with you and your fellow officers. <laughs> okay. So uh, I have not beaten it yet. Is it is it like Until Dawn, where it's like you yeah, it's around. a story like pick you know best decision you can. Like all of the games are like that. Probably not go to Iraq. Was probably the first good decision. That would be, yeah, make. that would have been a good decision. Like credits. <laughs> you got the first ending. <laughs> You win. You went to the grocery store instead. Had a movie night at home. <laughs> but, um, you know, it, there's a lot of... I will say, this one has some more tense relationships kind of thing. Like, they're like, oh, here's one guy. Uh, he's just... We're straight up going to tell you he's intolerant. And it's like, oh, boy. <laughs> this is going to... Shocking. Yeah. And then it's it, like... It, wait, and he's in the military? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know what to say about it. It's just a, a very fun concept in my mind. I'm like, oh, Babylonian demons in the Iraqi war. That would have been interesting. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah. It sounds cool, though. Yeah. You Well, you still got to play all of them. Yeah, I, I still need to play all of Until Dawn. All of Until Dawn. Have you even started Until Dawn? I mean, whatever you and Pedro over here that one time. We gotta bring our shit back and just have a day. I have it. Oh, you have it. I own it. You gotta play it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please play it. Yeah, I'm going to. I I need to. I just always forget about it. It's. It's. I was going to, but then I um just kept on living my life. So (laughs) I just I I didn't. (laughs) I will. I'm going to though. Okay. Because I like what I played. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, that's a great one. And then uh, Man and Badan is great. Little Hopes, meh. <laughs> but What's it called? Little Hopes? Little Hope. Little Hope. Yeah, that one was probably my least favorite so far. All right. So, And not that it's bad. It's yeah. not bad. It's just uh, a little slower, I guess. It's more like uh, akin to like Salem Witch Trials and stuff like that. You're okay. Like, you're like, yeah, it's all right, but yeah, yeah, not not as good as Until Dawn. Not uh, as good as Until Dawn, and not as good as Man, Man and Medan. Medan. All right, so. cool. But yeah, it's fun stuff. All right, well, uh, I, I I want a more comprehensive review after you beat it. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, on my desk. Well, maybe we'll do tomorrow. an episode about all of them. Oh yeah, yeah. I had to play them first. <laughs> yeah, then we can have a uh, a huge episode of Blazes. Cabin of Video Game Curiosities. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess that's the episode. Yep. 
Uh, wait, did you have anything else to say about the game? No. Okay, good. Because <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> yeah, so far, so good. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys for joining us. If you want to reach us, you can. You can email us at bladedapplespod at gmail.com. 1-800-BLADEDAPPLES. <laughs> yeah, use your 1-800-COLLECT uh, card uh, at, at your local pay phone to get a hold of our <laughs> cell phones. Um, for one quarter an hour. Yes. Uh, but you can also reach us on the Instagram or the Facebook, Blade Apples Podcast, wherever. Um, thank you guys for listening, though. Thank you for tuning in. We do appreciate it. We would love to hear from you guys. We always say it. So if you do want to leave us a message or a comment or anything like that, you can. And we'll reply on the air. Or, I mean, as we record this <laughs> and you listen to it. Say, well, it's not it's live. A live recording. So. <laughs> Uh, Every time you download it, we redo the episode. <laughs> well, I was talking about the air coming out of me as I talk. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. that's the, on the air of my breath. Um, but we, uh, we do appreciate anything, and, and we hope you guys are enjoying the podcast so far. Uh, we're definitely talking about doing some new stuff, so we make this podcast uh, a little bit more interesting, so it's not always the same. Um, but uh, next week is veterans day yep and we're going to be talking about dog soldiers the no marshall film uh if you like werewolves and you want to see some soldiers fight some werewolves <laughs> then you should watch dog soldiers because <laughs> it's pretty awesome it's a really good werewolf movie we say check it out <laughs> yeah, so if you want to watch that before next week and then listen to the episode well, then you can do that because this time we actually know what we're fucking doing. So, yeah. so Dog Soldiers will be next weekend or uh, next week. Um, I want to thank Stefan Mize for doing our art. Uh, you can check him out on Instagram or Blade uh, Blade Apples. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> you know, so you can check out Stefan or you can just check us out again on Instagram. <laughs> you can unfollow us and follow us again. Fuck him, right? No. Yeah, that's Stefan. Stefan's good and all, but... <laughs> but it's a podcast nobody likes listening to. We have one picture of his on our page if you want to use that as his page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just give that likes. Um, yes, you can check out Stefan Mize on Instagram. You can also check out Crawling Panther Tattoo Parlor out of Ocala, Florida. That's where he tattoos out of. Um, great guy, horror fan, uh, has listened to the show before. <laughs> <laughs> one time <laughs> listener <laughs> generally uninterested though <laughs> so, <laughs> um, no but he's, he's a good guy and you guys should check him out and uh blaze for doing all the editing and everything on the on the episode uh as well you can reach me at goldboy underscore rudoy r-u-d-o-i on instagram and twitter if you care um that's where you can reach me, and also you have mail for the show. You can send it there as well. Uh, anything you want to plug? Nope. But, I'm a lone wolf. <laughs> butt, butt plug? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you're your one, one-man wolf pack. Yeah, one-man wolf pack. There you go. Um, yeah, so anything else you want to add? Checking it. <laughs> Oh, uh, shut up, nerd. I've been thinking about that the whole time. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Well, then, until next week, remember that every day is Halloween, so please act accordingly. See ya. Bye. <laughs>